Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and we talk about it. I'm Nick and I'm bringing the energy today, unlike Jeremy yesterday, who was soporific at best. Ooh, sick burn by me. This is page 781. Music and sing songs, but caught myself in time. They play games and plant wheat and make bread. Kellyanne thought for a long moment. I would rather do those things and fight as well, she said decisively. Some women do, but for many it is considered not of the Lathani. I used the phrase of the Lathani because I could not think of how to say proper behavior in a demic. Kellyanne gestured, sharp disdain and reproach. I was amazed how much more it stung coming from this young girl in her bright yellow shirt than it ever had from Tempe or Vashet. The Lathani is the same everywhere, she said firmly. It is not like the wind changing from place to place. The Lathani is like water, I responded without thinking. It is itself unchanging but it shapes itself to fit all places. It is both the river and the rain. She glared at me. It was not a furious glare, but coming from one of the Adem, it had the same effect. Who are you to say the Lathani is like one thing and not another? Who are you to do the same? Kellyanne looked at me for a moment, the hint of a serious line between her pale eyebrows. Then she laughed brightly and brought up her hands. I am Kellyanne, she proclaimed. My mother is of the third stone, I am Adem born, and I am the one who will throw you to the ground. She was as good as her word. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. I love this kid. Yeah, I know, right? She <laughs> Although, rolls. most important thing on this page being that the wind is mentioned. Yeah. Um, but also that Quoth does the thing. He says the Lothani is like water, and he responded without thinking. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I think that he has, again, arrived at like a correct understanding of the Lothani. Like, what is right action depends on the context. Whether that's the cultural context, which is what he's referring to consciously but i think he's also right that what the right thing is to do is depends so much on other contingent factors Mm -hmm. i also think that the description of the wind could apply to quoth changing from place to place yeah you could read it as like quoth is the wind and he is you know in addition to sort of being buffeted about moving where the winds if you'll forgive the expression of fate are pushing him he also sort of takes on different affects and, and and skills and requirements and challenges as he moves about. I agree that is like that is an apt description. I think we'd also be remiss if we didn't mention that like the Lathani is like water is reminiscent of uh, a saying attributed to Bruce Lee that like, you know, martial arts is like you gotta be like water. Be water, no. Yeah, be water. Also the famous uh tweet. Let me see if I can paraphrase it. It's uh uh, what is the nature of the soul? Uh, Taco Bell cashier. Look, buddy, it's transient, flowing like water. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we get when all the university students taking philosophy end up having to work like the counter job. That's right. <laughs> they all end up on Twitter. <laughs> I made myself sad. Yeah. Burgers at McDonald's. That's right. Celian is also identifying kind of like in a nutshell what the fight against patriarchy is all about like i would rather do all the things and also be able to fight yeah you know (laughs) i have my final note but we should do the other notes first do you have any other notes i sort of have had a note but i think we covered it it had to do with the last thing that you said and of course now it is blanked from my mind forever about how she would rather do those things and fight as well yes it was about that and there were lots and lots of things you can do that might be like i want to do all the things plus that thing but i feel like that's that's like anything like i would i would like to 
do all the things I do in my regular life and also travel the world. But those two things do do not, I cannot do both of those things. Just because mm. you want to do all the things doesn't mean you get to do all the things. Nobody gets to do all the things. Well, but is that because it's impossible to do all the things you want to do or because the circumstances that you live under constrain what is possible both, for you? Both of those things. It is the combination of those factors that make it happen. Because mm. even if I had all the money in the world, I wouldn't be able to do all the things I want to do and travel the world. Because some of the things I want to do include sitting in my apartment on the couch, not speaking to anyone and not going anywhere. <laughs> Have you considered going to a hotel somewhere else and then sitting in the hotel room? It's not the week? same. If it's not home, it's different. I mean, you can't do everything all at once. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you can do everything, just not all at once. What if you want to do everything everywhere all at once? Now, you'll be sitting in one place for a few minutes, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours, more or less? Yeah, go give or take, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's good fun. I think it deserves the accolades. Yes, Oscar-nominated film. That's right. Everything everywhere all at once. That's right. Uh, we do have a letter, and it's a long one, so okay, if you have any final notes, final you better note, get to them. Yeah. This was chapter 117, and this chapter was called Barbarian Cunning. It is mentioned in the text in the early pages of said chapter, referring to how Quoth has a barbarian cunning. Yes, Vashet says to Celian when she's like, kind of like giving her the lay of the land before they start fighting, like, gotta watch out for him, he's got a barbarian cunning. <laughs> and Quoth isn't sure if he's being made fun of or not. And frankly, neither am I. I don't think so. We had this debate on the page, but I don't. But Nick wasn't there, so maybe you would like to chime in. No, I, I, have, I, the, I have the same reaction as Jeremy. It's, I'm also not sure if he's being teased or not. It could also refer to the the conversation they have at the end about like barbarian life and like barbarian gender roles, perhaps a little bit. A barbarian misunderstanding of, of the way the world works. Uh, as I said, we have a letter, and it's a long one, but it's also a good one. Not that they're not all good, but uh, I'm quite enjoying it because it has uh, made-up words, I get to say. This is from John from Vintus, who writes on the Sitha, the Chandrian, and the Rinta. What ho, pagers! I'm trying to anticipate a coming conversation, so if you do get into this, then apologize for the redundancy. But in the story of the Chandrian that Quoth hears from the Adem, they are called the Rinta. This is something that I've been looking forward to because it calls back to a clue from Book 1. At the very end of Name of the Wind, when Quoth and Bast fight whatever it was wearing the skin of the bandit that robbed Chronicler, it talks to Quoth in a strange language to which Bast seems to have a strong reaction. To save space, I will only quote the words spoken by the bandit. Athen se xistoi xthavian ve, te verein eroi sithaloi ve mela, te tauren skriliot skriloi amawen. To Athen Sithaloi, Terinte. From the rest of the text, we can infer a few pieces of this. Kthistoi is too similar to Kithay for me to ignore, but we don't have enough data here to build any non-fatally cracked pots. Athen is awfully similar to Atha of Edemic history and myth, but without a better understanding of the meaning of that name, any interpretation would be pure conjecture. Just from the syntax of those lines, Te seems as though it must mean you, but we actually have an even better basis for this. Earlier in Book 1, Quoth is playing, is playfully trying to exercise Bast, and one of his invocations is Aroite Denalean. I interpret this as Away, you Dennerling. The title of this chapter is Looking, and the only immediately comprehensible thing the bandit says is I am looking. He also says Avoy, followed by I want, which seems to be paired also, but Avoy does not recur here, and so gives us little help. Thalurian twice uses a word, Amawen, that seems from the context pretty clearly to mean something like look or behold. Amawen also shows up in the song that Thalurian is singing when Quoth's bandit-hunting squad crosses her path. I suspect this has to be either an inconsistency in the copy editing or an intentional difference to indicate dialect. 
Uh, the difference being, um, by the way, that Amawen, as spoken by Felurian and the uh, and the bandit, is with an O, A-M-O-U-E-N, and Amawen with an A in the center instead of the O is what uh, John is referring to. We can interpret Rinte with a fair degree of confidence as referring to the Chandrian. But there is another bit of this that only just became more apparent to me as I looked back on my notes to write this. My second language is Estonian, and so my mental pronunciation of unfamiliar words is heavily influenced by that framework. In this case, it obscured something for me up until now. I had always imagined the other capitalized words in these utterances as being pronounced Seathloi, Today, I wondered if it might not be more properly pronounced Sethaloi. Pagers, could this entity be referring to the Setha? Working under these premises, with clues from the bandit's bearing and tone, and a good bit of educated guesswork and intuition, as a professional translator, here is a partial and contingent interpretation of these lines of dialogue. Athen se kthistoi xthavian ve, you verain away the Setha ve mela. You don't even skrioliat? Well, look at that. You are not of the Setha? You are Chandrian? To paraphrase Drowning Pool, let the pot shards hit the floor. Peace, signed John from Vintus. Interesting. Very interesting. I have a thing. I have a thing. So for the Amalan, I think that, like, what if it's just, rather than a dialectical difference, what if it's something like how in English where can be with an H and mean a different thing than where without an H? Or, or where with an E-A-R. Where and were and then so where So they could where. be uh, homophones. Yes. Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe there's subtle differences. Maybe when sung, it's different. Um, we simply don't know enough. I have a couple others that I want to inject into this. The first one that, and maybe it's just because it's top of mind because it's in this chapter, but ve is uh, one letter away from ve, which we know means I submit. Which So it might be a, a, a word that is descended from, there's some evidence that the Adem are descended from ve. So maybe the language has some similarities. So it's like saying, you know, submit. Also, I think Xthavian sounds a bit like the the oh, the, 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 the scary, scrail, the scary spiders, the scrail, yeah, or or uh, maybe could be a reference to the scrail. Just a thought, Jeremy. You've been uncharacteristically quiet. Oh, I just wanted to give you you space to, to do the words in the. No, I need to be I need to be sounds. rescued now because yeah. I'm 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 sputtering here. Coming in off the dome. I mean, here's the thing. This is the kind of letter that makes me go, huh? That's cool. I'm head empty, no thoughts as to whether or not I think you're right. And I am also, I think that that's all like well-reasoned and I wouldn't be surprised if it was true, but I don't know that I, you know, 100% buy it. So I am, uh, I'm going to hop up on the fence. I was about to say, welcome to the fence. (laughs) Man, ever since I picked up the first Albed primer in the sunken temple at the beginning of Final Fantasy X, I have been obsessed with deciphering made up languages. And boy, howdy, this one, as John has pointed out, is ripe for deciphering because there's a ton of clues in the text. Uh, that we can apply. It's I taking think, me back to like grade school French class, and they're like, "You can figure out sentences you don't know from context clues." And I'm like, "That is like sort of the exercise here." So I did this the other day with two words from the Lord of the Rings because it was really bugging me: the word Mithril and the word Mithrandir. And I was like, "Oh, they're both Elvish words. They both have meath in them. What is meath?" And I figured out it's silver. Damn, dude. Yeah, well, I was really it... pleased with myself, and I didn't. I okay, it's not. Because Mithrandir, isn't that so, just Elvish for, like, the gray? That's one of... Ah, uh, yes and no, because they still call him Mithrandir after he becomes a white wizard. They do not change it for when he, he gets the epithet, the white rider, which means that it's silver, not gray, because silver can be seen as both white and gray, because it's metallic. 
I think it's a, that it's a crackpot theory. No, I, I think that's a very good read. I would also submit that it's his proper name <laughs> to the elves, so that's why but it doesn't change. But I think change. the root word but, that exists in both Mithril and Mithrandir, the Mith part, yes, is silver. I think that it is in character with Tolkien to have uh, oh, yeah, that apply yeah. to both aspects of Gandalf's character. Yes. Yes. Anyway, I had a really good time with that, and I'm sharing it with you now. Enjoy. Yeah. Thank you. I do. I enjoy that. And I enjoy your analysis, John. I think that's some of the best uh, side-by-side analysis and breakdown of that passage that we have. Uh, So thank you for that. And uh, keep it coming. This sustains me. And you can continue to feed us your life essence on tomorrow's page. (laughs) (laughs)